podcast game in the podcast game ken and mila are the unacceptable welcome to the unacceptable podcast we have an incredible cast ready for you this evening uh our first a word from our sponsors um the Ken Clark YouTube channel and the new. <laughs> oh yeah, I had so I made a YouTube channel. <laughs> Whoa, she's but... a YouTuber, ladies and gentlemen. She joined the scene. She joined the alt right. Welcome to the pipeline. <laughs> I can't make any promises that I'll actually make videos. It's mostly just clips from my um, new show. Well, that's how you get the the alt right mails. Oh, okay. Because like see. people like me spend all day on YouTube, you know yeah someone commented on one of my videos that one of the guys i had on was a crypto fascist and i was like that's really what can you do yeah but i'm like this guy's like a communist like Here at mila talks we do our best to vet but we only have five people on it <laughs> like what can you do you know what i mean no he's not a fasc i think this like no i know i yeah i don't even person's just a little hysteric this guy's like like two socially conservative views and if you have that and then like left economics you're automatically a fash so you're you're a red-pilled leftist is a funny (laughs) phrase i heard who said that i don't know but michael malice um oh i I listened to a podcast i gotta pretend it It was good he's so funny yeah he's i mean he's he's an anarchist so obviously i don't agree with him but yeah, he's a good-natured anarchist, though. Yeah, usually anarchists are, like, more annoying. Um, but, yeah, he went Reminds on... Reminds me of Luciano a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. Shout out yeah. to Luciano. He went, so he went on the Heidi Matthews podcast, and I listened to that. I really like Heidi Matthews. Nice. Off, that all is good. Anyway, yeah. Um, so this guy, not a crypto... I haven't had zero crypto fast. Did I get a crypto something on on my channel i should play um, a character like a crypto cat like a, a crypto cat <laughs> a crypto petersonian <laughs> oh my god that's what i'm gonna get accused of man it's it's rough even I just, though i hate all meat diets and i hate self-help i'm always giving out like pr advice and nobody takes me seriously it's so funny in the ray chat but and like in my life but i advise you all to turn off the comments and plow on mm-hmm if we learned anything from Donald, it's no publicity is bad publicity. Depends who you are. I guess so, yeah. Like, Don had it made, right? So, like, for him, it's fun. I'm trying to, honestly, I'm trying to be the next right-wing populist, so. Okay. I want to give everyone the government's hard-earned money. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the, what's the right-wing component? You going to uh, go to war? Are you, don't don't challenge me on this one. No, I'm not going to go to war. I just figure it's better to get to the the space before they can call me anything. You know what I mean? I just love the phrase right wing populist. I would just like it just makes not label. I feel like the right and left nowadays are just like such useless terms. Like I feel like there's like a total change in the compass. Like there's essentially just like establishment people and like anti-establishment and like anti-establishment contains like both left and right which is why like i think you and i are able to agree on stuff because we both like 
hate the gaslighting banks. Maybe I'm a post-right populist. <laughs> postmodern. <laughs> no. You're a crypto postmodernist and I'm a crypto Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I was okay, so I'm gonna do a thing here that's gonna be I'm gonna I'm challenging okay, so I was at the park and I was thinking to myself, of the left wing commentariat, mm-hmm. is there anyone who could beat me in a fight? Mm-hmm. Who? I, I don't believe that. Yeah. Who? Have you seen that guy who's like I actually forgot his name now, but he's like large. What's his? You gotta tell me his name. Okay, so I am I am putting out a challenge. Do you think there's a right wing person that could be? I feel like Muhammad Ali could probably beat you in a fight. Muhammad Ali, he's dead though. Yeah, but he was he was a commie. So was he? Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna tell yeah. me he was right wing. No. Um. Okay, so I'm putting out a challenge to any left wing podcaster who wants mm-hmm. to fight me in an exhibition match. I will fight them. Are there any podcasters that can like that can fight? I feel like most podcasters. That's kind of what I'm getting at. That's not really a left thing, is it? I mean, the the parallel. You gotta wonder. You gotta wonder if there's some causation there. I feel like Anna Katrian could beat you in a fight. She would just say something cutting and make me cry, but I could beat her. (laughs) I'd love to fight her. (laughs) Yeah. um... So I'll be making a really inflammatory video on my YouTube channel soon so yeah i think you should fight like someone from every ideology and then say like whatever fight whatever one that you lose then they gain your respect and then you campaign on that platform my guitar just fell over no because i don't have issues with anybody except the left right now i gotta be i gotta be dead serious Mm -hmm. that's kind of weird you should have issues with like the libs I consider the libs left of center. And I got to say, like, even the people that I really like, like, they're not doing enough to stop the spread of, like, insane rhetoric. You know right. what I mean? So I'm, I just got to... that exists on the right, too? Like, there's the same kind of hysterical stuff. It's just, I like, don't know where it is. Things. I literally don't know where it is, though. Like, I look for it, and I don't find it. Mm, you should talk to Palestinians. They're like literally getting kicked off all these social media sites for like nothing. Well, I'm. I'm I mean, Norm with... is an example of that. Like Norm got black. Well, Norm is a special man. He but he did like all, all the people that blacklisted him are like right wing like fanatics, like Dershowitz. I guess so. Israel always seems to be like the 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 spoke in my gear of these like categories. Mm-hmm. It tends to do that. I just think like I, I really hesitate. I just like really hesitate to put like all the problems in the of the world in like an ideology because I think that like it's there are just like vices that human humans possess and they launder it through ideology. So mm-hmm. like some of them will launder it through right wing ideology if it's like say um, like anti Palestinian politics or like. So in some cases, like religious pearl clutching, um, and in other cases, it's like left wing crap as well. So I think it's just like you know whatever is easy enough for the ruling classes to manipulate at the time. Yeah. 
Uh, there are some times though that you have to slide into a camp that you don't fully aren't happy with and fight with them i think though and on the, like the speech the speech issue and the the convenient like relativism when it's convenient and like the the rhetorical games i have to slide into the right here but again you're like sliding into a selective right like you're not really sliding like yeah, even only the finest small tent right wing no party. but like even like trump's admin was very like anti-free speech like there were laws everywhere that were criminalizing boycotts of israel so like it's what i'm, what it's I'm trying to do okay i don't know about israel but i know that there's a lot of people a lot of white people that i want to fight for for their dignity a lot of poor white people who feel very locked out of the cultural conversation and I really empathize with them. Yeah, it, but it, again, it's not it, like it, a left, right? I, I want to I capture their money and I want to fight for them, like literally it, in the ring, in the octagon, hit me up. It's really not like a left, right thing. Like it's, this is just like a distraction by both like left and right ruling classes. They, I don't, I don't, these I distinctions are not relevant anymore. In the, like in they're the just, day-to-day, they're it might just be not. To, to have a, uh, like a handle on how important like culture war is. But in the long term, I, I think it's important. Yeah, but I'm just saying like in terms, like you're saying, okay, my issues is censorship, whatever. Um, again, like this is happening. Like, first of all, the US is not the center of the world as much as I'd like to think so. But as much as you but can try and ignore their politics and I'm their I'm not public- ignoring it. I'm just saying that like there is an objective like way in which leftists are censored and in which like you know liberals are are well, they can are, join the right and I'll fight for them. But but why like, should they have to they, why should anyone have to join this like arbitrary outdated political alignment like I feel like now I can't identify with the left but obviously I can't identify with the right either because I think both of them are just hysterical melodramatic I I have such a like losers to be honest I've seen that happen to you over time and it like I feel bad but also I'm like kind of like haha now you're in the position I'm in Mm -mm. no I'm not because I I equally like I dislike the current left for the same reason I've disliked the right in the past. And it's because both of them are playing this hysterical victim politics. That's just like all about, you know, who can make some, who can make you feel more bad for them. Like that's literally what it is. And I have no patience for that. And I think like there are movements and there are people who in other countries are looking at the U S and Canada and they think we're idiots and I don't blame them um and but, in my in my interview with Caleb Maupin who's a, allegedly a crypto fash he talks about this like how like you know there's not the same kind of dysfunction everywhere but it is like like in the UK for instance with the whole Jeremy Corbyn thing perfect example about how the right wing of the party is trying to shut him out and like there's the right wing of the party yeah like the Blair right wing of of labor like just i mean they were aligned with george bush so yeah they are i don't know i don't see that's what i'm saying these i don't see the wolves leveraging language in the labor party as like really usefully anything to do with the right wing well they're aligned with right-wing governments so yes but it's it's like a it's like an obvious fear thing that it doesn't it's again i think you're just you're just trying to suit your own world you're you're molding the facts for the worldview that you want which is fine 
but I'm saying that there, there's all these cases where the common trend is hysteria and self-victim self-victimization and that is fundamentally something that every single like again it's just laundered through someone's ideology of choice and yeah. that's why I think it's like useless to try and be like oh I'm going to identify with these traditional political categories because they're just not really relevant anymore like I identify with like socialism but I don't identify with like some of the things I don't like that are lumped in with it I like I identify with the free speech movement I've done a lot more work in free speech advocacy than a lot of right-wingers have um like I was the vice president of the center for inquiry affiliated organization so it's not like you know like again like I've done the anti-war movement it's like you know it's it's not like left versus right wing we have like we have right wing people we have paleo conservatives we have libertarians but we also have communists and like mm -hmm. we're all getting together on monday to rally against the war in yemen like these, mm -hmm. these distinctions are becoming more and more useless but some sometimes you just gotta have a broad banner and and make it clear like i for me when i'm trying to be like this is all I'm trying to create a narrative to cash in on as well as give some underrepresented people a victorious victory mm -hmm. and and find a fight for myself that I can win you know there's like a yeah, I just think it's here. like lame and, to adopt these like traditional labels because they don't really apply but everyone knows what I mean when I say like I'm a right-wing populist like that's everyone knows what I'm getting at like oh, okay he's not he's not going along with this thing it doesn't have to be like subtle. It's like sometimes you just got to be like dumb and say it. Right. I just think like, I don't know. I think there's like a lot of contradictions that like emerge when you try to fit populism with like a left or right kind of thing. Because I think like populists of all kind of all kinds can converge on the right. I just, I just love the subject subtext of the word populist. Like these dumb, racist, bigoted, poor people like them. Like, oh, what a, like, that's that's what I hear when I hear the word populism. I mean, Bernie Sanders is called a populist. Like, by, by who? By like everybody. Like, that's his, his policies are populist policies. Or like Hugo Chavez considered a populist. <laughs> like, it's like not a left-wing or right-wing thing it's just like a kind of policy i think it's, most people don't know this and most people speak on the level that i'm speaking and they'll understand what i'm saying i think most people do know it but i i again i think a lot of people don't associate it with like left or right because it's a kind of um economic outlook it's not necessary and it's also a really vague term that means different things to different people like when I was in university the definition of populism that I learned was completely different than the way that like we're using it now like we learned it to mean moralized anti-pluralism which is obviously not what we're talking about right now but the like ones that are overtly nationalist I think can pose some problems which is why i think the right wing one is more contradictory 
um, because any time that you're trying to represent, like when you're trying to reify racial categories, and I think the woke left does this too, I think they're actually the exact same in that respect. Anytime you try to reify racial categories rather than push for universalistic policies, then you're becoming exclusive. You're not becoming, you're not a populist anymore. You're becoming like a, oh, I'm only gonna look out for you based on this like category that I value more than my universalism. Whereas populism rests on economic universalism. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about with reifying racial categories, but I feel like this this term is useful for me and it's it's important. It works as a branding exercise and it will pause, cause positive social change. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sick. I just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that a lot of, I don't know. I just, I, again, I'm really frustrated with a lot of political categories. I don't really see any of them representing me. I think that instead of trying to revert back into this traditional, like the traditional lines, we should be in a generative period right now because society is changing the way that we structure our personal relationships, the way we structure our, our social ordering, everything is changing. And so we should be generating new ideology. We shouldn't just be like, oh, here's an ideology that worked like a hundred years ago and I'm gonna just try and like slot my views into that or like, yeah you know, or slot or like mold the world to fit that perspective. And so that's why I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not really going to identify with much. I'm going to identify with some kinds of action. So like I'm identifying with like the anti-war movement very strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I say I'm, if I say like I'm leftist, like what does that mean anymore? Does it mean I'm aligned with like the Canadian lefting, what left-wing political parties? Cause like I'm not. Can I, can I, one of the reasons I like the, the branding that I've done on this episode that I've been thinking about is if you, if you speak, if you, there's a, there's a type of people who are so cued into the latest Twitter language that mm-hmm. they, they think it's valuable to speak it because they're speaking to the people they're trying to reach. But mostly what I see it doing is when you speak their language, you end up playing their games. Mm-hmm. So if you call yourself a right-wing populist, um, it's just like I'm not playing this game right now. I feel like that is playing the game because you're just like buying into a category that's like becoming obsolete. Not if I win office. Right. But I'm I don't know. I think I, I think it's really important to like I think right now we need to be thinking and like generating new sorts of outlooks because I think that it's it's not working what we have. Like the, the way that we've divided political perspectives is just not functional for this century. It was functional in the 20th century when like there was clear cut divisions of power, particularly, you know, when like the, the big, you know, authoritarian or like the big centralized power was the state. But now it's not, that's not really the case anymore. Like, <laughs> like now we're like in this stage where like we're getting ruled by like big tech and the people who are harmed by big tech it's not like a left-wing or a right-wing thing it's like establishment people and like anti-establishment people and right. and so like I really just think the next frontier 
of battle is going to be like again like people who are populists people who are universalists versus like people who are exclusivist elites who are like old guard establishment and that's why I think like this new U.S. administration it's going to be very similar to the Bush it's going to be a fusion of like the Bush admin and the Obama admin which is like a really scary and lethal combination but I think it's very um indicative of the times yeah I've given up on on figuring out a lot of issues I believe strongly in a universal basic income I think courts have absolutely no chance of fairly protecting people from discrimination so that they so they shouldn't try um I think we're gonna have to we might have to invent our way out of the climate change thing otherwise we might just die Mm -hmm. so ubi um some some we get immigrants to uh build the technology of the future we give them a ubi wait how are you gonna have immigrants if you're a right-wing populist well we'll we'll let some in then you're not a right-wing populist you fucked up (laughs) no no i I assure you my my wikipedia article says i'm a right-wing populist Mm -mm. yeah Okay, are you going to ban the niqab? No. Well, you fucked up again. No, I'm a, I'm a right libertarian populist. I love niqabs. <laughs> <laughs> you got okay. the, the, I, the, yeah, I think you're, you're anti-francophone populist. <laughs> uh-oh. Let's drive them into the sea. <laughs> oh wouldn't that be a play though like we need to get rid of these french speakers they hate muslims oh and then god. like oh my god that that'd be kind of genius ontario yeah. we need people building a wall on the ontario border <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna do that but that would be so funny just kidding frank oh, i love you montreal is beautiful you guys are good at music yeah montreal's great um no i was just thinking of like because in france there is like um they had like a right-wing populist candidate run against an establishment liberal candidate and the right-wing populist was like i want to ban all this like muslim stuff and then the liberal establishment guy's like we're a pluralist country mm-hmm. um so who won wait who's this? the lib the lib Macron. Okay, yeah but they still he's still like pro banning the niqab and the burkini stop banning things it costs less. You're not being a good populist, Ken. You have to. You gotta scapegoat. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> I think. I think I'm not the only one who who found the populist word like so funny when people were trying to like take down Trump. Right. Yeah, I know. It was like just so like like I giggled. I was like, so they're popular. You know what I mean? Like an uneducated mm-hmm. person is like, what are you fucking talking? And I'm still like, what are you fucking talking about? I feel like, yeah, I mean, honestly, the term is vague and people use it very differently. And so, like, might be just fucking meaningless. I don't know. But maybe um, language. No, just kidding. That's an exhausting. Ken's about to go POMO. No. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. If I if only knew what postmodernist was, postmodernism was, I still don't, haven't really figured it out. The rejection of grand narratives. Yeah, but who decides what's a grand narrative? And who like oh, who, very decides, of you. Who, who decides which is the meta narrative? <laughs> no, because I'm not tearing them down. I'm just saying people who 
specifically say they decide what the meta narrative is and then they get to fight against it like you know, yeah, yeah i don't know um i think also being online is like the worst thing yes like the best thing yes this is part of my math we can be populist together <laughs> right like the in the populist alliance of like not reading the comments right yeah um I mean, look, like, I think we probably have similar visions with some differences. I, um, I wouldn't, like, throw away the courts just because I'm actually more conservative in that respect. I think that we can't, uh, do away, like, with sweeping legis, like, we can't sweepingly do away with legislation. It creates a lot of messes. Um, I've broken it down to the courts and whatever police the government I don't know if we still have a police going forward but I'm kind of joking I'm kind of not can can attempt to protect but they can attempt to protect people from assault and harassment but they shouldn't try and attempt to protect people from discrimination that's kind of I keep coming back down to that and it's like it'll get me fucked one day I'll be on like daytime tv and they'll be like so you don't like Martin Luther King's thing? I'll be like, he's a good guy, but that wasn't the right way to go with all that legislation stuff. And, yeah. then, I'm, and then I'm in trouble, but I, I yeah, just keep I coming to that conclusion. That. I Wait, I think, you what? You don't agree I, with that? No, I think like with, with Martin Luther King, like there was like, you know, when you're in a state of deprivation, you're gonna like, you're not deeply philosophizing. You take what you can get with the law and yeah. The law is imperfect. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, but I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of being like defeatist about it. And I think that this new domination of tech platforms is why I am very concerned about discrimination, because I don't think that you should be banished from the public square without like, ex- unless you're like legit, like, doing something terrible and i don't even know if like that's i'm i'm pro hate speech i'm kind of joking but i keep coming back to the idea that no one can decide like like but you're saying like this is like you're saying that let's say like twitter wants to ban someone as a private entity Mm -hmm. so they can ban someone for their race but not for hate speech I'm like, <laughs> Wait, they ban people for their race? No, I'm just saying in a hypothetical because this is what discrimination law is protecting, oh. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we only allow uh, South American hate speech. Um, I I think there's going to be a. I don't know if I trust any sort of government to. There's going to be. I picture some sort of weird battle. Like, who gets to supply the internet? Are they going to be like guerrilla internet towers? Like, right you, but like, but my question is do you think twitter should have the right to perma ban any users i have to say yes so I, like, like do I, you think that it was okay know, that they banned I know, Trump? I know. It, it wasn't the right thing for them to do and they're all going to hell but legally i mean I mean that to me is concerning because it's like they it's get concerning, they have, but I don't know if there's like legislation. A, well, legislation can serve as a as a check, right? Like to balance power, right? And yeah. so, like Twitter, if, if tech companies, they're gonna get like this dictatorial 
dictatorial power. It doesn't really matter if they're private or public or not at this point. It's, it matters how much control they have over our lives. And in that respect, I think it is important for us to create constraints. And I think that like, you know, yes, courts are imperfect, but like they're not totally incompetent and judges are like thinking beings. They're not like robots that mechanically apply the law. So they're not going to like take every discrimination suit and just be like, yeah, you're getting away with this. And it's also like people aren't going to file discrimination suits like unless like, you know, they're certain that they have a case because they're very expensive. Um, when I did research in discrimination law, it's very rare for someone to file a case unless they were wrongfully dismissed in which case like they like the company rendered them broke <laughs> so it's not I, I don't understand i maybe uh, this is a blind spot and like privilege and like a whole bunch of things i don't really understand why someone would like their job so much where the company was actively trying to push them and they were still like i still love my job like they i can't imagine they had a good relationship with their co-workers and then they were getting wrongfully dismissed for yeah, well, usually when you do a suit like that, you're not getting them to rehire you. You're just getting compensation. So like the compensation right. would cover the cost of you being unemployed and having to like look for a job, for instance. So it's also kind of taking um, money from like the, because instead of say having to rely on like EI, you could rely on like compensation for unjust, for wrongful dismissal. Um, and so it's just switching who pays the costs. I'm all of my I just panacea in the UBI like what if yeah. people owned their platforms because they they could invest in like the Twitter alternative right but like not every single person is going to own their own Twitter because like that would if, undermine if we, generate, the if we create enough technology like, would you join no. would you make like a thousand different Twitter accounts like you'd Account want just or platforms no accounts on each different platform like no you'd want <laughs> well that's where google like conveniently is like sign up for our shit and then they have all your info but 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 i mean like i think you know what the if the law does a twitter alternative what if andrew yang joe called him up and was like sorry i lied to you about the cabinet but <laughs> uh we're gonna need you to start a government funded twitter would that be like a hellscape or would that be no i think like they, they there is an argument for making it like a public good because then you couldn't ban any citizen from it like you could like yeah. it would be like a public square in a sense for deliberation yeah. and i think you know that could be good for democracy yeah um and so I... i'm like i'm not opposed to that idea and i think that you know again they're like I, I as I used to be more cynical about the law when I was like an annoying anarchist, but there are like the law of like contracts that or stuff like that that deals with discrimination. Like it's been going for hundreds of years, and like there have been decisions, there's been deliberation, like there's been careful thought, and there's always like you know. But discrimination laws have been around for a hundred years. Or hundreds of years like i'm trying to think of going back to when well there's been stuff like about like wrongful behavior towards other people like there's always been so like i've read cases from like the 1700s where like someone sues someone for mistreating them 
it's not necessarily like employer employee relationship but there's like what I'm saying is like courts have been resolving disputes between people but there's like categories of harassment and 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 assault are Mm -hmm. very much I I would trust courts to police that Mm -hmm, discrimination like you know when you look at six categories six candidates and you make like a three second intuitive decision like Mm -hmm. that's often when people are at their best like not when they're like but again like discrimination suits aren't really about that right like discrimination suits don't really involve like mistakes like they and they're also again they're not that common like but, but don't you see where like the the rhetoric of of discrimination legislation goes like eventually people will gain that and it will be bad and then we'll be like oh fuck we got we I, away because no one was willing to criticize martin luther king jr because they didn't want to be called racist i am not opposed to putting more constraints on like these like monopolized entities and you know small businesses already have a lot of exemptions from um from anti-discrimination policies for instance that like large businesses don't so like i'm i would say like you know oh do they yeah Yeah, but 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 you know where this goes right that's where it keeps again i do not accept i said this in class today i do not accept slippery slope as a as an argument i wait why because I think it's a logical fallacy. I, I, there are things that I critique and I think there are excesses in, in rhetoric, but in terms of the law, it is very hard to change the law. Like it is, the law does not keep up with the rhetoric of the times at all. And so, and so like you oh it goes back to the trans bill in ontario again it is not a new law it is simply adding a category to human rights protection so it's like you can't be like you can't harass a trans person at work okay harassment is chill oh but then it goes into you have to see me the way i see myself well, it's not, it's not, well, like, Ken, if I kept calling you a girl at work, and, like, you were upset about that, and I said, well, too bad. I'm not a girl, I'm a man. And, well, and I, like, and I said, too bad, like, that's how I see too you. Bad, bitch. Or um, if I was calling you, like, slurs, like, you know, it, like, that is, again, it might not even be actionable for discrimination, it could be actionable for other reasons as well. There's, like, a tort called intentional intentional infliction of mental suffering um so you can sue someone well for, if, if someone is harassing someone else, that's harassment that's not that's not discrimination. Uh, but what i'm saying is like anyone can sue anyone for a lot of things so it doesn't really matter which categories are added like this is mostly symbolic like if you if somebody is ah. is terrible to you and it causes you distress you could sue them no matter what your identity is so like keep that in mind if you ever want to sue someone makes some money. I don't have but... the money to sue anyone. Well that's the thing. That's, a lot of people well, that's don't the thing too. If we had a UBI, people could invest in the new Twitter and then they wouldn't have to sue people for calling them the wrong thing at work. Because... But again, there haven't been like like the only case I know that where that happened, it was dismissed very quickly by the judge. Which what, sorry, what was dismissed very quickly? Like there was like a case of a trans person 
suing for discrimination and the judge dismissed it like wait was that the thing in vancouver yeah that case was pretty wild yeah it was wild and the judge was like this is stupid like i'm saying judges know how to like they're not like machines that are just like this is a law and i must you know like assign this to you and what like they they know what precedents they're creating there was no discrimination if discrimination was not an illegal category like illegal then there would have been not even it's not like the people at the the salon were like going to her house and like knocking on her door and being like uh excuse me you're a man yeah that's what i'm saying you could sue somebody like it nothing prevents you from creating a lawsuit right like even if she was not trans she could very easily that's dumb like you could sue me for intentional infliction of mental suffering but you probably wouldn't win (laughs) you like beat me in a debate on a podcast no but i'm saying like you know (laughs) there are so many frivolous lawsuits well that's dumb well it's it's a people had a ubi they wouldn't be doing all these frivolous lawsuits like we don't want more lawsuits because it gives that the people who can afford the best lawyers more power so yes so how could how can yeah. you say exactly? So just getting rid of discrimination legislation. I you can't repeal the Charter of Rights. Like you repeal like it all, rip it up. It's the worst charter in the history of charters. <laughs> you know that would repeal like free speech. <laughs> well, we'll repeal parts of the charter. Again, that's very like that's a long and costly legal battle that won't actually do that much for us. Because again, like you can still sue people, you know, if you drink at someone's house and you leave their house and you go get in a fight and get beat up, you can sue the person whose house you drank at. Like that's dumb. Yes. But that's like, like, again, these cases, like a lot of the stupid ones get dismissed. And then there are some where it's like, there's good reason. So for instance, one of the intentional infliction of mental suffering cases, this woman was like, just continuously humiliated at work by her boss uh to the point where she she got like a physical illness from it and she was able to sue because this tort existed of intentional infliction of mental suffering so like there are there are ways that like this can actually offer people relief but then there's also like with anything it's going to be abused so unless you're a full-out anarchist like and okay don't slur me smear me here mm -hmm. I'm not an anarchist. Don't ever say that again. Okay, no, just no. Kidding. I'm just saying, unless you're a full-out anarchist, like there's no. going to be laws, and any law can be abused. Just like you know, having which police. is why we no, need. But- okay, if you were this woman, would you rather a thousand bucks a month or some fucked-up lawsuit about a job you hate? Well, I mean, she got more than a thousand a month. How much did she get? She got like in the fifty thousands. I would rather have a thousand dollars a month and just quit my job. And okay, well that that's we don't we don't make company. the law based on what Ken Clark wants, right? Like we. I think we, the net positive is pretty intuitively calculable that a that a UBI and and less 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 legislation, less lawsuits. How like how do you not see that as like a good? So then, um, why not abolish the police? Because they abuse their position. Maybe if the UBI is going so well. No, again, this is why I don't support abolishing the police because you don't just abolish something because it's it can be abused. Like that, that's then you don't have a some functioning things, political some society. Some things are so inclined to be abused 
again though that's just a matter of like your bias right like there's no, things that no. there's Some things that are like uncomfortable example. to you there's things that are uncomfortable to you personally Nothing and you're saying uncomfortable you're saying oh this can be abused and like again that's Wait, not like what like discrimination protections in the charter for instance like these are like i could say that for instance you know any sort of thing in the charter can be these freedom of assembly can be abused, right? Like it could be abused to like, you know, cause a public nuisance, right? But like, we don't take away freedom Topical. of assembly. <laughs> we, uh, don't, we don't take away freedom of assembly in the charter because it's like, you know, it's, wait, a, it's a good this right. Is twisted. I'm trying to get this straight. So, so the limit of discrimination laws is to get compensation in monetary value for wrongful dismissal is kind of what you're saying that's like yeah that's usually like it's not you can't apply it to like like i can't sue you for discrimination why not because like you we don't have like a recognized category of like relationships where that can be like discriminate yeah. Okay. okay but like we, you could like there are a lot of things that we could sue each other for no you don't what i'm trying to think of what what fuck now i'm all fucked up you beat me in this one fuck it's because we're on zoom <laughs> yeah that's what <laughs> i fucking hate zoom ah well what else is new what's hot on the net i'm an annoying law school bitch now um what else is hot on the net um so yeah clear. andrew yang is running for mayor um TikTok, the TikTok he, he wanted to restrict my free speech today though so i don't like him anymore but what did he want to do he wanted to no i'm just kidding but i asked him a question he didn't answer but he uh he was saying like oh we're gonna push back against the bds movement and i said how would you push back against it as a government actor without restricting free speech because he's like as mayor i'd push back against it and i was like what does that mean but I'm just kidding. Like I know he probably won't let. But if he does legislate on it, I have to stop supporting him because, you know, don't support yeah, the that legislation stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying all legislation's good. I'm just saying like you don't. Like... <laughs> all legislation matters. Um. <laughs> I yeah. Andrew Yang's running for mayor. Azalea Banks said, "Don't vote for him." I hate her. She's she's she went she's, after Grimes. She went after Andrew. I know she goes after all your faves. <laughs> what is going on? Next, should we talk about Gord Downey? Yeah, I know. She Get said ya. she said Yang is a Chinese asset. Actually, though. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. She said that. Though. Oh yeah, she said that. Yeah, on her she's Instagram. Like, she's a cartoon now. Oh. She's like the female hip hop Trump. Yeah, or Kanye. I think Kanye has a, a pure heart. Mm. I'm going to make a value judgment and say Kanye's going to heaven, Azalea Banks is going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? So are heaven and hell real? I mean, I don't think so. I feel yeah, like I'd be either. kind of screwed, but... Um, you can do anything if there's no hell, really. No, you can't. You can, though everything is permitted but like there's still social consequences so like only if you get caught 
Um, but also you can just like, mm, that's dark. Let's not go there. Okay, um, well, anyway. Um, yeah, so Yang's running for mayor. He's gonna, he's gonna help develop some TikTok hype houses. I'd love to live in the Yang hip-hop type, uh, hype house. <laughs> or no, TikTok, not hip-hop. I have boomer mouth. Yeah. Well, one of those hip-hop hype houses. <laughs> he's a hip-hopper. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, what else happened? Um, I oh, Will Wilkinson got fired for a tweet. Will Wilkinson, so Will Wilkinson, am I supposed to know who Will Wilkinson is? No, I'm one of the liberal elite. Okay, no, I just know who he is because I like he gave a talk at my school once. Um, so he's like one of the like most like classic like centrist libs out there like he has no opinions that are offensive to the establishment at all really and he works for the cent he worked for the centrist think tank called the niskanen center centrist think tanks oh yeah most think tanks are centrist but i don't know if i you call everything's like in the centrist no offense yeah but niskanen is definitely it's literally a centrist it's called so no, it's but most people recognize it as a centrist. What do they call themselves, though? Let's see here. They're, uh, I would call them centrist. Um, a lot of people that work for them, like, self-identify as neoliberals. Oh, they follow me on Twitter. Hi, Niskanen. Um, Uh-oh. So, called you a centrist. Um, <laughs> I just think a lot of people that work for them, they're like self-identified. It, it know, just says lives. moderate. Yeah, just... well, they're like they're centrist. Anyway, Will Wilkinson um, made a satirical tweet because um, apparently some of the people that stormed the Capitol were calling to hang Mike Pence. Whoa! As, as a wow. traitor, because Mike. Because Mike Pence like voted to certify the election, I think like he basically jumped off the Trump train. Whoa. Well, that's not even jumping off the Trump train, certifying the election. He's just like conceding a loss or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like they thought, okay, that's being like traitorous, right? So they were like saying that they should like hang Mike Pence in the public square or whatever. And uh, Will Wilkinson said tweeted if biden wanted unity he would lynch mike pence what the fuck why would he say that i know like it is kind of fucked dude he got carried away he thought he understood the tone that he could say anything <laughs> yeah. he wanted if it would play like, and this like 39 year old man is like hang my <laughs> lynch mike pence like my god he spent too many hours on twitter in a row yeah like yeah fuck it let's lynch him like i feel like he was trying to fit in with like the yeah. edge crowd because kids. he's so he not like, edgy fellow kids. like he's, he's so like, I see where it's going now he's so not edgy like he's so vanilla usually and uh and niskanen so a bunch of people got mad at him and they were like this is disgraceful niskanen you should fire him so then they fired him uh-huh. and he deleted the tweet wrote this like long apology being like I'm so sorry like I didn't <laughs> that's not what I meant like I was just trying to like join in with the jokes and like that's as, like, kind of like, sweet what if this is like the nicest guy 
but we need to hold these people accountable for their lynch jokes. <laughs> like I've never I'm... made a lynch joke. Oh god. I mean, I'm really not a fan of him, but I really don't like the practice of like caving to public pressure to fire someone. Like, I don't like this norm where like anyone can just like he was being really shit job anyways. (laughs) Discrimination, and they have their alibi. They were just like, wait, what does he do? Like, you're not producing enough thoughts for this think tank. (laughs) Do they get like? credit in articles or something yeah i think so. i've been thinking really hard boss. <laughs> I haven't produced anything. think tanks are usually kind of dumb but that's just my opinion and they're all funded by like some random saudis to just be like yeah the u.s should bomb iraq and like just shit like that um so this this person i know made a post saying uh niskanen is like uh i can uh i'll tolerate bombing iraq but i draw the line at edgy jokes what if he had said is lynch a racially loaded word what if he said kill? i think it, i think i think it might be in the u.s i don't know we should kill that sounds even worse we should kill uh, mike pence yeah i know i think he was like trying to like we sound torture to the protesters and to like edgy kids you know why would you try and appeal to the protesters though because he's trying to be like he's a centrist he's like unite you know he fell on his own sword cut right down the <laughs> middle <laughs> um yeah and so i mean i is I it saw... acceptable is there a context where it's acceptable to call for a lynching mm, haven't what seen about, any what about, what about hitler I guess like I think like, I what happened things like we should lynch Hitler I I, I think get a like, bunch of likes <laughs> that man the, the more I hear about him the less I like <laughs> um yeah I mean it's definitely uh what about George George Bush. yeah I mean I I definitely want to like take him to the Hague um I don't even know what that means it's like the international criminal like oh okay yeah classy um i don't know i am kind of put off by like maybe i think i could just be getting like crypto catholic in my old age but there's something about the death penalty that does not sit right with me yeah i do i don't think it's on me to decide who deserves to die i think you know there can be like criminal proceedings that you know where we can uh highlight that what their their conduct is unacceptable hey that's the name of the show um but yeah i would be hesitant i even though i think bush is like totally evil um i i don't know like but then when i look at like what was done to mussolini i'm like okay yeah that's fine i don't really care what was done to mussolini he was like hung upside down and like like his dead body was like hung upside down in public. Oh, but how did he die? Like, it doesn't matter once you're dead. People can like fuck me once I'm dead. I think they dead. hung him. I'm not, okay. or they beat him like a pinata. I'm not sure. Um, but he was. I, I, the pit is the most humane. I don't know if you remember from last episode. Yes. Yeah. Everyone deserves a chance for the pit. Okay. If gonna... if they so choose. <laughs> Be interesting if you had to make like a pilgrimage to get there. They'd probably be ableist. Like it was up north and you had to like walk on this. Like highway. the Hajj. 
in Saudi, yeah, but it's but like, like the suicide Hajj. But it gives you time to reflect, you know? And then you could change your mind. If you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could bet. take that. Okay, cool. There we'll, is a... We'll there is a the speaking of, of lawsuits, there was a case that we read that was like someone was driving their car and there was a guy that was on the bridge trying to commit suicide. So the person got out of their car to try and stop them. And then that person w- went into their car because the key was still in or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he like drew, I think that he killed sucks. himself. And so oh, she, in the car. Like, yeah, so I think it was like she was held liable for him killing what? himself. Was she because, actually? Because she left, like she was negligent and like leaving the car on. Do you agree with that ruling? I don't know if that was a ruling, but that was an argument that was made. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully um, that's not passed. Like, yeah, I don't know. Fine. We've discussed it briefly ways. in class. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like stuff that you can be held liable for that's like pretty crazy. It's sad though, because then you people don't want to stop other people from like you if know, you leave whatever. your keys in the car and someone steals it and then they crash. You're like dumb and get sued. Like you left your steak knives out. <laughs> you knew. You knew they you knew were you tempting them. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, oh fuck! I've been yeah. trying to write a lot of YouTube sketches about autism. Mm, yeah. Um, and like the fake autism that you see on TikTok, which is like ironic. Isn't all autism fake? Should I become like an autism denialist? Well, okay. Let's look at the facts. It's like a sweepingly broad category of symptoms. With okay, what is the definition of autism? Can let's we just like this. can we get a definition? Autism quest. Because, like, the definition of depression, I'm like, okay, literally everyone has this. Okay, have you heard of Klein? Yeah, exactly. Have you heard of Kleinfelter syndrome? No. Okay, I'm going to be sending you... I feel like, like we're literally pathologizing, like, every single human behavior. Yes, okay. So to make it sound like everyone's ill. Yes, so Klein... I saw this poster on 4chan, like, 10 years ago. Um, feminine fat distribution, breast development, osteoporosis, small testes, varicose gains uh, veins reduced facial hair taller than average height so does this sound like some random bullshit to you like it's like it's, yeah, like, it's like such pick, a random okay, what it is is pick three of any eight unattractive characteristics and like well you might have the filters <laughs> this is, okay so what i feel about autism this uh, there's an irony here and i'm a i'm an awful hypocrite which is the worst of course thing you can be as norm says but it's a sweepingly broad category of symptoms with huge amounts of variation and no understood cause so it's basically useless right yeah i mean i i don't know i i've literally wrote an like a piece about this on my blog but i it wasn't autism centered come on it was just about mental health yeah but i just think that like you know we keep coming up with things to like especially with eating disorders it's like you know then there's like there's first there's like anorexia and bulimia and i'm like okay yeah sure and then like there's, yeah sure yeah like I mean, I, uh, the, compassionate i mean like i definitely struggled in, in that direction so i feel like i have the requisite lived experience but right. uh, okay, <laughs> no so- i don't know um but my point is like now then there's terms like orthorexia which is like you're not like having too little calories but like you're uh 
like obsessive about what you eat and it's like what does that mean like what is obsessive oh, i think ryan might be a candidate can i say that i mean like i feel like that's like every like there's so many people who, so many athletes that are like that okay and like can we get back to autism okay sorry but i just think that there's so many things <laughs> and then there's like different kinds of like depression where it's like you know this one's like your there's like a term for like if you're kind of depressed but not really stomach I was diagnosed with dysthymia. But it's like you're literally just depressed. The dude like needed to tell my parents like something. Like, uh, he's dysthymic. And they're like, oh, okay. A Greek for lowness of spirit. It's like, okay, but autism, okay, there can I I'm gonna be really hateful for a second, okay? Yeah, you're gonna say females can't get autism, right? No, I'm gonna say there is a bunch of TikTokers who will like post a video of themselves like dancing like in a cute way oh and, yeah like, this is this is a big deal though this is this is the most neck beardy thing to get angry about but they're like <laughs> like they're pretending to have autism do you think they're pretending or do you think that like they're just quirky and they've been trained to pathology <laughs> no but do you think they've been like trained okay, but to it is pathologize like no it's i like know but I'm, I'm saying syndrome, like, but like in 2020 it's like i have autism dancing yeah dimming. but like, i think no, it's because i think it's because like people are grow up now and being trained to like pathologize every single element of their behavior you know yeah like it's 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 why, really okay, messed why up it angers me is because it plays into the victimization hierarchy yeah but that's like, like if you like, post a video of yourself dancing really badly and people are like this sucks you'd be like this is stimming um, I have autism and like on the internet it's really hard for some reason to call that out like in real life two people would just start giggling and then the other person yeah. would be like, hey, this isn't working I need to some other identity at 17 to like latch on to but online somehow other people with the similar like lack of security will get to be like I too have autism and fuck the neuro uh, normie who are uh, discriminating against us it's like yeah just, oh like you're just weird you're just dancing you're not even weird you're literally being like as cute as you can be and being like oh, how dare you that. i have odd <laughs> this is, it's so ripe for satire but i don't want to get it wrong so i, I have lots of footage of myself like dancing autistically i just think like it's like i said like everything is about how bad you can make people feel for you it's the victim but, hierarchy but it's so undignified you know like I, wait, that's the thing too these are like 18 year olds who in five years will be like I'm embarrassed hoping, be like i should have i shouldn't have discovered myself on the internet i should have discovered myself in real life you know what mm-hmm. i mean but what can we do for these poor souls and think- also if autism does like some people are like autism is a bit like gender it's like hard to quantify or qualify but we when you know it when you see it right sometimes yeah i mean yeah i mean again like i just think that there's so much in mental health discourse in particular i wonder if it's also because you like you really don't want to um like i think humans crave an explanation for everything you know and so like it's hard to just be like oh i feel this certain way and that's just part of the human experience like you want a more concrete explanation so you might be like oh well here's a mental illness it's concretely defined it has a set of like symptoms and it tells me exactly like 
yeah know? and there's a community that also has this yeah you know, but, quotes. but i think you know it it really obscures and like i said this in the thing i wrote that like i think it obscures how like you know there could be elements of of society or lifestyle autism is make all us of us. feel this way <laughs> honestly we're all autistic well, I was saying, like, with depression, like, for instance, like, humans now are not moving very much, right? Compared right. To, and so, like, you know, why can't we acknowledge that that might contribute to us feeling bad? Like, why is it that it's, like, an inherently genetic thing? Like, if I don't work out for a day, I feel bad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's normal, I think. And I think also that there's just no, I don't know, there's no need to... I don't know. With eating disorders and stuff, the it might be different. The explanation but... thing is like you can think about religion too. Yeah, I think it's like, very similar. I definitely go through. You know, uh, obsession is an autistic trait, which I definitely have, mm-hmm. unironically, because when I one time I did shrooms and I was like, I'm autistic. Look at how I'm dressed. Um, but like, I definitely notice that I go through periods looking at everything through a certain lens and relating everything to like. A certain lens you know what i mean i don't know how to like if if you thinking about autism a lot and you're looking at people on buses you're going to start to see autism everywhere <laughs> which is kind of funny but like like if you're thinking yeah. about god a lot you're going to see god everywhere you know what i mean no definitely i think it's yeah i don't know i think it's a huge like like again like people it fits with like both people needing an explanation for everything and also needing to identify with a community of people with shared characteristics um but the only unassailable thing on the internet is victimization i think the internet actually plays a key role here i think nietzsche was right yeah (laughs) well i I, wait no i agree let me go to the washroom and then explain okay sam okay we're back we're back so i think what you're saying also reminds me of like i think people also crave other people like giving them trauma stories so like the other week somebody was like asked like like i i tweeted something completely unrelated about like an anti-war thing and he's like oh yeah well like what's your turmoil studying law at ubc and i was like (laughs) saying like um okay like that's not my whole first of all that's not my whole life and second of all like I don't share any of my problems on Twitter because I'm not here for pity I'm here for like discussion of ideas and like the fact that like these people are trauma mining is honestly just really pathetic to me trauma mining did you make that up I don't know it's just like people say whatever blank mining you know I missed that one that's new but Um, I, I dig and I think like people like people want you to be like a walking college admissions essay well that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do with this whole fight thing right is is have uh sympathy for the white man but I'm also trying to play the heel you know but I just don't think that like we should I think it's not healthy to ground I, your personal identity in victimhood like I think that no matter what you're you know group like I think for instance where a lot of feminism has went wrong is not necessarily insane like pointing out the disadvantages that women have had I think that's really important but in you know treating women like talk almost talking down to them like they're like like we're some like soft fragile beings that like 
can't handle yeah. anything that like shake at like you know bernie sanders calling warren a liar or whatever like well the men yelling thing is fascinating because it's always seems abusive no matter the context yeah but like again like it's just like again it's very condescending because it's like you know we can still hold our own like yes there have been i think again it is important to acknowledge some of the issues that women have went through and i've never opposed that um i've actually you know i've done a lot of work in that area but what i've you know what i've noticed is like it's all it's again like i've said a million times it debases us all to you know try to push people into these identifications with victimhood rather than with like something more positive okay i have a meme and then i have a question Mm-hmm. it debases us all sounds like a hilarious memory like someone shouting it debases us all um, it literally does <laughs> and it does uh okay so but you i i like you and i don't i think you're a good person but like i think there's i think that you're kind of an ultra individualist and in that you think people's identity should be like purely achievement of their own and I don't think that's realistic because a lot of people are more society minded and like collectivist in that they want a. Hold on. Sorry, I had to pause for an interruption. But yes. Um... Wait, I wasn't okay, done. Yeah, I was sorry. on a roll and then you drop your hole puncher. Uh, I think you imply an outlook that people's identity should be purely on individual achievement. But I think that there's a natural place and especially some people are more society minded and collectivist. They want a. Uh, a political a cultural dare i say a racial um a like even you know the the cascading pyramids the fractaling fractalizing you know zooming in the the tier the tiers of identity people want you know what i mean no i'm not saying don't identify with a group i think that is very valuable what i'm saying is is i think people base their identity on victimization so when you're identifying with a group, mm-hmm. you're not just saying I'm a part of this group. You're saying what we all share is our victimhood. And I think that that is very unhealthy. And I think it's yeah. very indulgent. Especially and if you I, spend 10 hours a day on the internet. Well, and I think that, again, this is a vice that all humans have. And we've all been susceptible to it because we are all susceptible to feeling self-pity. And it's easier to feel self, it's easier to justify your self-pity if you if you are uh laundering it through you know identifying it with a community rather than just being like i'm individually self-pitying um but again i think community is great i'm you are, not you are jordan peterson <laughs> no. i am not opposed except i actually understand marxism and i think all oh, meat diets are terrible fired. um but all again, what are terrible all meat diets okay um you always, you always bring up Israel and all meat diets. I don't think about those two things. I just think they're like all meat diets are so disgusting. I've been avoiding meat. I think it's like just terrible. What? How dare um, but, meat? but we're Canadian. I just okay. don't want to murder the animals. Um, oh, so you, are you going back into veganism? Yeah. I've, well, I've been doing it for a while. Um, but um, yeah, um, that's not my point though. <laughs> uh but my point is that I, I again I think there are many things that you can identify 
that are positive and also that don't involve like antagonizing other people like you know again like there's a lot of things that women can unify over that aren't like you know like kill all men and there's a lot of things like you know say like certain like groups of white people can like you know relate to each other with without like basing it on victimhood or animus against other people as well like I'm just against it on all sides I'm not like this is not a partisan thing for me I think that it's it is unhealthy and I think yes the internet exacerbates it because the internet serves as like a personal diary yeah and you know you treat it like a personal essay or whatever (laughs) yeah Um, and yeah I think that is bad I don't think and I think you know at the same time yeah people need outlets when they feel bad and when they feel victimized Uh but I don't think you're gonna get that from like the public square like you're not gonna get that from like going on Twitter and talking about how victimized you are you're gonna get that from your friends you're gonna even lift from sports you can get that from even a therapist I don't know I mean that's not my avenue of choice but there are a lot of things that are personal problems that people just want to air out to the world and I think you know I think a lot of young people turn to activism for this reason too like they're feeling socially maladjusted um and you know they have a lot of anger and they need somewhere to like put that like to channel that yeah Um, and again this applies to like both left and right like not saying this is like a one-sided thing i see it everywhere centrist too i see it i see it with the centrist too yeah okay um again i think it's like a very human condition but i think it's a vice and i think that like it needs to be resisted your your worldview is incredibly coherent right now cool it's the way i was was on this like incredible uh victim fighting trip all day i don't know how to get away from that i think it like part of it is personal responsibility so I guess like part of it is individualist and Petersonian um because I think that you know people do need to take responsibility for themselves but what about if I work out for five hours I just think of thoughts of violence based on on fear yeah well there's again like maybe you need some friends Jesus some friends I I need to get some friends no, I mean, like, there's just other, you know. No, like, I want to be alone, and I want like to play humans a row of leftists. I, I could play them all at once. You could put on so many fucked up fighting promotions. It'd be so funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of good things in life. Well, again, like, I like I, I feel sad all the time. Like, I don't have my stuff worked out. But, like, I, fi- I don't find that like victimizing myself makes it better. I think it make it would make it worse. I think it just like makes you wallow in it. And there I think is, that is a vice. And I want to use that. Yeah, but if we if we if we continue on the Petersonian train and we we acknowledge that some some people, whether nature or nurture, have so much neuroticism that they're basically delusional all the time. Mm-hmm. I would put myself in that camp. There's a catch twenty two of do you let other people tell you what reality is or do you just fight everyone? Right. But weren't you just saying that like, you don't like accept when people say like, oh, you have to accept my version of myself. Well, then you're fighting everyone all the time. No, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind people. I don't think it's a good idea to legislate that you must view. Like if I say like, 
I'm a world-class bassist or fighter or something like I don't people don't have to call me like doctor or something you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I don't think legislating that is a good idea but like people can say in a legal perspective can say whatever they want right okay well I just as think... I made that look I think that is fundamentally coherent yeah I know sure I'm just saying like I think that everybody has an image of themselves that will never align with the way that people see them. Um, and like part of life is coming to terms with that. And in some ways that's a good thing because you might see yourself in a worse light than other people see you. Um, and, you know, like I said, like I am not perfect. I definitely get real mentally <laughs> ill sometimes. Yeah. And like, I don't think that, you know, practicing these like weird psychotic forms of politics is helpful to me. Um, I mean, I mean, and yeah. I don't think that it shows respect for others. And I think that like part of maturing for me has been respecting the fact that others think differently and that's okay. But and, it all, how do you, how do you find value in maturity? I find that word is usually like what the group wants you to do slash, mm -hmm. um, basically what the group maturity is basically doing what the group wants you to do I think it's also like an inward thing as well like it's learning from your experiences and not being as like naive as you used to be so like for me it's been just a part of like being at peace and uh like it's a way of finding peace with yourself wow as corny as that sounds honestly even like reading like novels is a way for like is a good outlet as well because mm -hmm. like sometimes like you like are you talking like, to me or the victim people just in general i'm just like saying like <laughs> there's like other really good like there's other outlets and like i and again like sometimes i get pissed online everybody does um but like that's a vice like I think it's important to oh man talking about that vice there's this thread on YouTube where someone said something about autism and I said something really aggressive about how we need to stop calling everything autistic and it's devolved to different people like insulting me and me telling them I'll fuck them up mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of funny but it's it, it hasn't stopped yeah I mean I you know, I got in big trouble in high school for saying that once to someone. <laughs> I remember that. And Does that ever happen on Twitter? Does anyone just go like, I'll fuck you up? I've gotten people being like, oh, like I regret like not like shooting more people like you and stuff. But um, oh, but that's that's some bullshit. They're not actually saying. Yeah, that's pussy shit. Mm -hmm. um, but what? I don't know. I just I, again, like it doesn't make me feel better about myself in the long term to say stuff like that mm -hmm. um i like fundamentally don't want to treat people like my enemy yeah and there's I'm some people who only too. there's some people who only achieve things though if they have an enemy or if they have the fear of 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 something in them and some of these people like achieve great things in like different fields yeah so yeah i mean i don't know again this is all just my opinion like it's not very useful to like other people maybe but um 
It's just my opinion, man. Um, sorry, there's some background noise. Like, so I guess we're having like so many interruptions, but also like we've been potting for like almost two hours. Should we wrap it? So we could like devs wrap it. Anyway, I really I hope everyone's well. Whether you're a right populist or left populist or if you want to fight me for money, hit me. Not if you're an anarchist. No, I'm just kidding. Even the anarchists are fine. Um, if you want to fight Ken, yeah, hit him up. Um try and we'll try and do something through Snoop's uh company. For legal reasons, I don't endorse it. Yeah. Wait, is this could we could I get in legal trouble for this? No, I just you know, I don't want to be associated if there's any injuries involved. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, well, on that note, I have a song for you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to put that. So thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. Lots of love. Bye bye. Bye. Version done by Andy Griffin. Mine is but a poor master of source of a version. Uh, but it goes a little something like this. Have you heard of the blind harper? He lived in a living town. He would go to fair England to steal King Henry's wanton brown. So first he went on to his wife. But then he looked over his left shoulder and he said out to his serving groom, take over blind Harper's mare and put her beside my wanton brown. And then he's harped and then he sang and he played the muscles sound asleep. Quietly he took off his shoes and silently down the stairs.
almost he almost got angry. He was a good actor. He was, but he was pretending. He was a blind Harper. He said He said Oh at last said the blind Harper Never evil that I came here in Scotland I got my old coat fold in England they sold in my good grain. Steel King Henry's wanton brown. 